this is Yashika. And this is me here. And welcome to Gyan, where we break down the Lal Street movement in a very simple manner for you. And today is Thursday, October the 17th. And boy, do we have a story for you. The Lal Street ended up on a high brought about by IT stocks, Wipro, and Infosys meeting revenue estimates. However, this high was capped by continuing decline in bank and consumer goods stocks. Speaking of IT, Mihir, happy Digital Society Day! In 2000, on this day, the Information Technology Act created the first digital law, which set off the digital savvy avalanche in India. What was the first digital law enacted, you ask? Well, it was accepting the digital signatures as proof of authentication. So the next time you're digitally signing, think of October 17th. Also, I feel like I probably said digital a thousand times just reading those lines. Did sound quite a bit. But that's okay. It's digital day. Why not, right? Absolutely. Unfortunately, this day does not come with any bank holidays. Oh, that sucks. So we will have to continue celebrating in private. Now, back to today's Gyan, JLR's partner and the Nobel India Connection. JLR to anyone listening. Do you want a partner? Oh, partner, do you want a partner? Okay, ignoring that, Tata Motors, owner of Jaguar Land Rover, has lost 77% of its stock price over the last three years. The culprit? JLR, that contributes 80% to Tata Motors' total revenues. It lost 50% of its sales. And you ask why? Two countries, China and the UK. China is the biggest market for JLR vehicles. Last year, it dropped sales by 50% due to quality control issues. Now, you know, before you blame Tata, quality issues have always existed in JLR, even before Tata bought it in 2008. Problem is, these issues eventually caught up and led to an incredible sales drop in JLR's biggest market, leading to decline in total sales, the UK. Slight backstory. When Tata Motors bought JLR, they had to continue keeping production in UK since it is the crown jewel of UK's automobile sector. And so, confusion around Brexit is making Europeans nervous of tariffs that might be imposed if they buy a JLR, causing a further slump in sales and an increase in expenses associated with factory workers in the UK. So, to fight these issues, Tata Motors is open to finding a partner that can provide the technical prowess in helping JLR transition into an electric and autonomous vehicles. So, we went Gyan style and came up with three partner recommendations for the exec at JLR. Number one, traditional. Renault-Nissan. The largest seller of electric cars in the world, Renault-Nissan can be a good partner for JLR to transition with. Given they both speak auto, it would be a match arranged by a family pundit. Intercost. Tesla, the bad boy of auto industry. Tesla has gotten the autonomous driving down, but 
it has not succeeded in managing operational efficiencies that traditional car makers like JLR ASAT. This partnership would be a win-win for both and would be like an intercost marriage. Some folks would support it while others will frown upon. And last but not least, the foreigner. Ooh, spooky. Google. Yes, Google does not make cars, but it owns Waymo, the self-driving company that creates the car brains needed to convert any regular car into an electric beast. This would be like marrying a foreigner. They will always be stared at, but hey, at least it'll make heads turn. Sure will. Anyways, the bottom line is that not sure who, but Tata Motors better find a partner for JLR Jeldi. Investors are known to be impatient and may completely run out of it if the 77 drop in stock price rises to 100%. Ooh, let's hope for not. Today's second story, the ninth Indian to win Nobel Prize and the India Connection. So, Abhijit Banerjee, Esther Duflo, and Michael Kremer were awarded the Nobel Prize in Economics for their innovative research in alleviating global poverty. A few interesting facts. Duflo is the youngest person and the second woman to win the Economics Prize. Wow. Yeah, that's commendable. Second fact, Banerjee and Duflo are married. Ooh, how, interesting. How, how amazing is that? Yeah. Third fact, Banerjee is the ninth person of Indian origin to ever win a Nobel. That's amazing. That is crazy. What the trio has taught us about the world and solving poverty. So the problem of global poverty can be tackled by breaking it down into a number of smaller but more precise programs at individual or group levels. They focused on education being the greatest equalizer. As in, if you are educated, chances of you getting out of poverty increases by 87%. Wow, that's a crazy stat right there. And so, they conducted a pioneering experiment in poorer Indian and Kenyan schools, wherein they learned to keep kids in school and help them complete their education Focus on helping uh, the weak students played a significantly higher role than providing free textbooks and free school meals. That's crazy. Anyway, congrats to all three for their inspiring work. And now, this brings us to Aaj Ka Fun Gyan. Mir, I have a question for you. Who do you think is the world's largest selling biscuit? Hmm. Any guesses? Hide and seek? Uh, no, not Britannia. Mm, come on, Monaco. No, that's also a Britannia brand, I think. But... Parley G. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Parley G is the world's largest selling biscuit. World's largest selling. Oh, Not ridiculous. India's, I know. On average, 4,551 Parley wait, G's... Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? On average... 4,551 parlegies are consumed per second. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you and I both combine include a lot into this average. But you know what? Parleji is pretty awesome, isn't it? Absolutely. Anyway, we had a fun time talking to you today. It was such a blast making this podcast as always. We hope you enjoyed today's Gyan and have a fantastic day ahead. Just a disclosure, both Mihir and I own stocks of Tesla. Anyway, hope you have a great day ahead. 
Bye. Bye.